Great to be sharing with you tonight. Um, before I forget, I did want to say as well um, that we have David Brown, who is going to be sharing um, next Sunday morning, which is going to be a real blessing. It's been awesome to have David and Karis over here, and they're going to be heading back to the Middle East soon. So they're going to be sharing. Uh, Dave is going to be sharing with us next Sunday morning. So don't forget that. If you don't know, we've been going through the Alpha series uh, here on a Sunday night and we've been looking um, at different things and and what it looks like to follow Jesus and know God. And tonight we are looking at prayer. And the Alpha video sort of talks about why do we pray and how do we pray. And as I was thinking about that and how prayer is this communication that we have with God, it made me think about the communications that we have uh, with our human relationships, with, with the people around us. And, and I was thinking about the fact that a lot of the time, our lack of communication with someone normally points to something a little bit deeper. Like there's, there's a reason for that lack of communication. And, uh, and one of the things that happens quite regularly, and, and I want to share this uh, because I want, really want to emphasize there's no guilt, okay? But what happens is part of my role here at church is uh, to organize different things. And a lot of the time it is organizing volunteers, whether that's for Friday night bars or Sunday bars or for our Sunday night food team or whether it's to do with some young adult stuff and different things like that. So most of my week, I'm texting people and calling people and saying, hey, no pressure, but any chance you'd want to do this and that or whatever. And quite often, which is totally fine, there's, there's genuinely no guilt. I don't receive a reply, which is totally fine. And, and what will happen is I will be at church and I will see someone that I get along with so well. Well, that I think anyway. No, no, I do, I do. And, and I'll see them and I'll see they're slightly hesitant to talk to me. And, and, and I'll, I'll go over and say, hey, hey, great to see you. And the first thing they'll say is, Ty, I'm so sorry I never replied to your message. I was avoiding you. Like, and it's just what happens. And don't worry, I do the same. It's like you see someone and then you straight away think, oh, I never replied to their message. Like, do I bring it up straight away? Do I leave it? Like, there's normally a reason for the lack of communication, maybe that awkwardness that creates a bit of distance. I don't know for you whether uh, it, it, it has ever happened to you where uh, maybe uh, when you're at school or work or something like that, maybe you didn't do uh, the best thing by someone. Maybe you didn't do the best thing by your teacher. And then you see that teacher on the weekend at the shops and you just get that feeling of just feeling like cold but hot at the same time. And you're like, do I say something? Do I just leave it? Do I walk past? Or you might now be an adult and you go to the same church as a teacher that you used to maybe cause a bit of havoc with. And naturally you think this, this lack of communication needs to be resolved. Something needs to happen here. And there's a reason that normally there's a bit of breakdown in communication. And maybe at a bit of a deeper level, uh, you have actually uh, had a relationship, a friendship that there was conflict There was something that caused uh, a breakdown in communication and now uh, there is no communication at all with that person. And what I really want us to look at tonight is our relationship with God and the communication that we have. And we, we use the word prayer. And what does that mean? Well, we're talking about having a conversation with God. 
We're not just saying it's not a religion, religious obligation. That's not what it is. But it's connecting with God. That is what prayer is. And as I just spoke about the different things in our earthly relationships that we have that might hold us back from communicating with someone, I really want us to stop right now and actually reflect on our own personal prayer life our own communication with God. And what I want to do tonight is I want to share the truth of how we can communicate with God. That is what I want to share tonight. Not just wishful thinking, but actually truth from the Word of God. And as I was praying about this, I was just reminded of Hebrews 4, 14 to 16. Therefore, since we have a high priest who has, who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then, let's focus on this. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. There's so many things in those two verses, but a couple of things I really wanted to focus on there is as we're talking about that we can come to God in prayer, that we can join in a conversation with God, How do we do this? Well, it's so key to see this where it says we need to hold firm to the faith we profess. The faith that we have is in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. We can have a relationship with God because Jesus Christ has saved us from the power of sin because He died and rose again on the cross. So that, that is our faith. And if we ask for forgiveness, we read in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So that is the faith that we have. So, so when you're thinking to yourself, oh, I don't know if I can come to God, I don't. You, this is the truth in God's Word that we can come to God because of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. And that is why we use words like Jesus has saved me. He has saved us from that blockage between us and God that was there. And that is why when someone comes into relationship with Jesus Christ, their whole life changes. Jesus is their saviour. I remember a few years ago, maybe when I was, you know, a bit more immature, you could say, um, we were sitting around having lunch and a game that I really like to play, I wouldn't say it's a game actually, I'd say it's a way of life. Something that I really love doing is, um, and my, my, my brother really doesn't like it um, and, he, and he often has to be a part of it. And if I'm being real, a lot of my friends don't like it either. But if we're sitting in a group and there's naturally a circle, I'll think of a question. And I'll think of something and I'll say, guys, I want everyone to go around in the circle and just share one thing. And everyone always goes, why? Like, we're just trying to have dinner. We're just trying to chill out. Like, there's no need for this. And what I'll often do on a family holiday is I'll stop. 
in the middle of the, of the holiday and I'll say, I think we need to go around and just say what our favourite part of the holiday has been so far. And my mum gets so excited, you know. She is like, oh, I cannot wait to hear, you know. And, and my dad is just so loving that he, he gives an answer and my brother just refuses. But, but, but one day, one day he might. But it's funny because this one time we were having lunch with some friends and, and I, I said, okay, guys, let's go around the circle. And let's say if there was one person, dead or alive, that we could have lunch with, anyone, anyone, who would it be? And I said, I'll go first. And just remember this a few years ago, a bit immature, you know. I, I had my celebrity crush that I, I thought oh, I would love to have lunch with this person. So I shared that, uh, very excited. And then the next person went. And, and then it came uh, to one of my best mates. And, and he just looked and he said, it would be Jesus Christ. And I remember looking at him and being like, oh, bro, like, come on, <laughs> who would it be? And he was like, hands down, it would be Jesus Christ. And then I said to him again, I said, don't, you don't have to do the Sunday school answer. Who, who would it be? And he just looked at me so stern and he said, there is no one else I would rather have lunch with than Jesus Christ right in the flesh to have lunch with him. And I remember I actually just felt awkward, like, and I remember I went away from it and I actually prayed about it. I was like, God, what, what happened there? And, and as I prayed about it, I thought, if, I, if I'm being 100% honest, would I have in that moment chosen to have lunch with Jesus Christ? To sit down face to face. And there was a part of me that just went a bit like, oh, it'd just be a bit awkward. Like I just felt like, oh. And, and I prayed about that. And I think, I think what it was was there was shame and there was guilt and I just wasn't sure. And, and God just whispered to me and just said, you, you need to understand my love. You need to understand my love. And we read in the word that perfect love, perfect love drives out fear. And that is what I'm saying. Jesus Christ is the reason that we can have a relationship with God. He is our saviour. That is why we sing. That is why we worship. Because He is our everything. So that is the truth that I wanted to share with us tonight. That we can boldly approach in confidence. We can come to God in prayer, in conversation, and to do life with God deeply. And we read that from the Word. That, these are not just my thinking. This is the Word of God. And tonight, as I was preparing this message, I thought, you know, I could talk about all these different strategies and ways and places that we could pray and talk about all of this. And then I was just aware that you could have all of those strategies and create, I don't know, like cute little spots and places and have all these things. But if we don't truly know where we stand with God, those things aren't really going to help. We need to really come to a place to understanding that it is a truth that we can come to God because of Jesus Christ. And as I'm sharing this, I'm also very aware that there will be some of us here tonight that maybe are in a place that they actually don't want to be praying. Maybe you don't want to be in a place where you are coming to God. And I wanted to talk about why why that could be that you're in a place that you go, I actually don't want to be humbly coming before God and, 
and praying and spending time with him. And there, there could be a whole lot of reasons, but maybe for you tonight, there's a real lack of trust to say, God, I trust you with my life. Maybe for you, there have been prayers that have been unanswered and you really struggle now to trust the character of God. Maybe for you, there are things in your head and in your heart that you want to pursue and you know that that is not the life that God has for you. But you want that more than God. So you just think, oh, well, I'll kind of just do my thing and I, and I probably won't. I don't really want to pray to God because I don't really want to know what he thinks. And maybe for you, there is some deep hurt and emotions towards God. Maybe there is some real anger or resentment or frustration or sadness. And I really wanted to say tonight that it can be really, really hard when God hasn't answered prayers that we cannot fathom why he wouldn't have answered. And as I was really thinking and praying about this and even reflecting on my own life, I was just aware that I actually don't have any amazing quote tonight or some little hype up in that other than to say it is really hard and I, and I empathise with you on that and I also want to say that, that so does God. And I want to share just some truths of who God is when we are in that place of maybe feeling really hurt or, or confused. The first thing is, is in Psalm 34 verse 18, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. And I wanna say that to you. If you are in a time where, where you don't feel like God is answering prayers in the way that you're asking or you have experienced God not answering prayers and, and you are crushed in spirit, this isn't just my thoughts tonight. This is the word of God that says that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. So though we might not know why, we know who God is. We know his character. And as I share on that, there is actually a real trust that when God doesn't answer prayers in the ways that we ask, that we actually really trust his character. We trust that he is good as I've been reflecting recently of God is perfectly just, God is perfectly loving, He is perfectly powerful and He's perfectly holy. And how God does all of that, our earthly minds cannot fully grasp. But what we can trust is that God is good. And I, and I reflect on Romans 5 verse eight, but God demonstrates His own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So we see that. He is good. So we know that God is good. We know that he draws close to the brokenhearted. And the last thing that I wanted to say on that as well is actually in these times of deep pain, it actually is a real opportunity, as hard as it is, but it's a real opportunity to grow closer to your heavenly father, to know that he truly does draw near to the brokenhearted, to know that he does love us and, and in that, 
we actually see how in suffering, we read this in Romans 5, that in suffering, it actually produces perseverance, which produces character. And that produces a greater hope for our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. And if tonight you're actually really struggling with who God is and His character, I just wanna read this verse to you. Psalm 103, verse eight. The Lord is compassionate and gracious. He is slow to anger and abounding in love. And maybe you needed to hear that tonight. That is who God is. So when there are unanswered prayers, we can trust in His character and we can actually trust His deep love for us. On a more light-hearted note around unanswered prayers, I think uh, a lot of us could relate and think, God, I am so thankful you didn't answer some of my prayers. I think we could reflect on our life and think, I'm so relieved that God is God and I am not because if He had have answered some of my prayers, that would have been a disaster. I think, I think we could all relate to that. I know for me, uh, there have been many prayers that I've prayed that I am very, very, very thankful that the Lord didn't answer. And I, I was reflecting on my cricket career. Um, career is a loose term when I played cricket. I could have also said that. Uh, but when I was playing cricket uh, and I was mid-high school there, I was a bowler. And I would love to say that I was a fast bowler, but uh, believe it or not, I'm actually not the tallest guy you've ever seen. So as a fast bowler, if you're not that tall, and I'm not even that strong either, believe it or not. Um, so what I wanted to be pace and what I thought the way that I ran in just naturally didn't sort of happen. So naturally I'd be bowling medium pies. Um, if you don't know cricket, you, you sort of refer to a bad ball as that was an absolute pie. And, and that, quite often uh, that was my bowling. I uh, got the random wicket here and there. I don't want to talk about that for too long. But, um, but what, what would happen, um, not that I'm saying that I'm super proud of this, but what I would do every time was I'd get up uh, I'd get to my mark where I was just about to run in and bowl and every time I would stop. And, and, and I think if you haven't played cricket, maybe you don't fully understand this, but there's something in cricket that you can feel super helpless. Like when you're standing there and, and you've got six balls minimum to bowl. I say minimum because if you bowl some wides and no balls, you've got to keep going. Um, so if you stand there and you bowl and you get hit for a six and, and, you, and your teammates are going to try to find the ball for you and throw it back, no one can come and bowl for you unless you're injured. So you just got to keep bowling. And it can be pretty scary and pretty daunting. And what I would do is every time I'd get up ready to bowl, I would just pray and I would say, Lord, make it rain wickets. Let those stumps be crushed. And I would every time. I heard some batsmen and bowlers say that when they got in the crease, when they, when they got ready, they would think about the ocean to calm down. I wouldn't. I would pray for wickets. And I would every single ball, I'd get back there, I'd pray, maybe kiss the ball and then I'd run through and bowl. And it was so interesting because in the middle of my cricket career, I remember seeing this cute little post on Facebook or Instagram or someone sent it to me or something like that. And, and, and what it was, was it said, if, if all your prayers were answered, would just your life be better or would the people around you, would their life be better as well? And I remember thinking to myself, if all my prayers were answered, wow, I would be a professional cricketer. <laughs> I thought I would be the captain of Australia. And, and to be honest, I wouldn't be here with you all tonight. So I'm very thankful the Lord didn't answer that. And I'd be bowling out a whole cricket team in two overs. <laughs> it would be amazing. 
But the fact is the Lord didn't answer those prayers. And what's actually really interesting is, is when, when someone actually shared that with me of if all your prayers were answered, would you, just your life be better or would the people around you? And I remember God in that moment, in the middle of the time that I was playing cricket, God just said, there is so many other things you can be praying for. And I remember God really laying on my heart saying, there are guys in your team that do not know Jesus Christ and you get to spend six hours with them on a Saturday. You get to train with them and you have an opportunity to actually share the love of God. And that's what I wanna say is, is when we pray, I don't want us just to be looking for a yes or no answer. We actually wanna know the Father's heart. We actually want to know God and let Him shift our perspective. Because I see that, you know, that's a lighthearted example, but how different was that for me? It actually meant I got probably a lot less nervous for cricket because I wasn't just bowling for my, I wasn't just praying for my wickets, but I was actually praying for the people around me. Not just thinking about myself, but actually praying for others. And as we look at this tonight, and as I referred to at the start, this, this breakdown in communication, maybe you have had some real silence between you and God. And I don't know about you, but maybe you've been with a friend before or a partner or a husband or a wife, or, and you've been hanging out and there's just been dead silence. And you say to the person, are we all good? Like, is everything all good? And they say, yeah, I'm fine. And you think to yourself, awesome, great. Let's just keep having a great silent time together. And then you think to yourself, it's been silent for a bit longer. Maybe I should check in to see if everything's okay. And you sort of check and you, you sort of have to come to a point where you resolve things because you're not just gonna have continued silence. You, you actually need to resolve it. And I really encourage you to reflect between you and God. Don't let there be days, weeks, months and years where there's silence. If you are brokenhearted and there is deep emotion and that might be against God, take it to Him. God can handle it. Go to God and talk to Him. Don't let there be silence. There is so much power in prayer when we come to God and we humble ourselves to Him and be honest, be honest with God. And as we sort of wrap up tonight, I really, really want to encourage us of how powerful prayer is. Why? Why do we pray? And we could spend ages talking about this, but in Matthew 6, 6, Jesus says, when you pray, go into your room Close the door and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And I can say when I read that verse, I never thought of the word reward you. It doesn't sort of seem right in that. But, but, but the beautiful thing is when we actually come to God in prayer, that we experience some of the greatest rewards ever. Some of these things is to know the presence of God that when we stop and realise that He is the God Almighty, He is the creator of the universe and we are talking to Him. It's incredible. When we pray, we actually can experience an amazing peace. We read this in Philippians 4, verse six to seven. And, and it says, there will be a peace which transcends all understanding, which will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. 
But how does that happen? When we read in the previous verse is when we come to God in prayer and petition with thanksgiving and when we present our requests to God. There is so much power in prayer. We also get to see God's power. We get to see how there is nothing that He cannot do. And what I really wanna encourage you is as you begin to grow your prayer life, which is really growing your relationship with God. Because the fact is when you, when you love someone and when you know how much someone loves you, someone doesn't really need to you know, push you to talk to that person. You want to. You are drawn to them. You are attracted to them. And that's why I wanted to share those truths at the start. Do you realise that you can come to God in confidence, not because of who you are, but because of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour? So when you experience that, one of the most powerful things you can do is to then intercede for others. Pray for others that they may also know their heavenly Father. And we read in Galatians 6 that we are to carry each other's burdens. It actually says carry each other's burdens and this and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. So God calls us to pray for one another, to do life with each other. And in this as well, we actually as broken people, we need people to be praying for us that we may pray to God. We need encouragement. And I wanted to say as well, if maybe you know the love of God and you love God deeply and you come to God, maybe it feels like this sometimes daily at different points or different moments and you come to God and you just say, God, I actually don't know what to pray. I actually have no idea right now. I don't know what to say. I really wanna encourage you in that because we actually read in Romans eight twenty six in the same way that the Spirit helps us in our weakness. When we don't know what we ought to pray, the Spirit Himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. The, 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 the Holy Spirit is so powerful. So I encourage you, ask the Spirit to help you. It seems strange. I always say to people, ask the Spirit to help you to pray. Always start with that. So as we wrap up tonight and I, and I invite the band to come back up, there's a few responses for us tonight. Maybe one of them for you is you've actually never known that you can have a relationship with God where you can come to God the Father and boldly approach Him. Maybe you didn't know that truth, that Jesus Christ has made a way. So maybe for you tonight, you need to receive that and say, actually, I can I can come to the throne of God just as I am and receive love and forgiveness. So maybe that's for you tonight. You've never actually received the beautiful work of Jesus Christ. Maybe for you, you have been in a place of silence towards God. You could say a dry season, but you actually know there's been real distance and maybe that's because you are really hurting and that you have some blame or some deep emotions towards God. And what I encourage you tonight, and you can come down for prayer in this as well, for all of these things, but to actually just be honest with God. Tell God where you're at. Boldly approach Him and ask for His Spirit to help you. And then tonight also, if you wanted to respond and, 
and, and just say, God, I, I just wanna know you to a deeper level. Well, that's, that's a response for us all to, to say, God, I wanna know you deeper and deeper. And if you wanna get prayer for that tonight, make sure you do. We're gonna have um, some of our prayer team down the front here, the pastors. And then we also have our prayer station at the back. If you would like um, and feel more comfortable to go to the back to receive prayer, make sure you do that. We'll have a crew there in the last part of the song and, and um, a little bit after the service as well. So if that's something you'd like to do, make sure you do that. But I, but I really, really wanna encourage us. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour, has made a way for us to know God. And just like Emmy shared tonight in her testimony, and, it, and this is where it is so encouraging because everything that I've just shared, we, we see how Emmy has experienced that in her life. She's experienced God drawing near to her. She's experienced in different moments seeing how God has answered prayers. What she thought was a nightmare of moving schools turned into just such a beautiful blessing. We see that we can trust God. And how, how beautiful that Emmy can share that with us as a community. So I really encourage you in the same way, reach out to God, call out to God, for He is a good God and He draws near to those who draw near to Him. Let me pray. Dearly Father, I wanna thank You for Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. Thank You that He has made the way for us to have a relationship with You that the power of sin no longer has a hold on our life. And Lord, I wanna thank You that You are the greatest Father we could ever have. Thank You, Lord, that You do not sleep nor slumber. Thank You, Lord, that You are always there. We read in Psalms that You are an ever-present help in time of need, that You never leave us nor forsake us. Lord, You are so good. And I pray, great God, that our relationship with You would grow I pray that we would reflect tonight and say, God, God, there are some things that I wanna surrender to You because I wanna know You so closely in Your holy and Your precious Name. Amen. I encourage you to stand to your feet. If you'd like to come forward and receive prayer or head to the back, I really encourage you in that. But let's worship our great God together. There is no shadow ever overcome your life there is no rival that could ever stand against your mind you've always been with us every battle you've already won you've already won there is no weapon that has ever left a mark on you. There is no army with the power to conquer truth. You've always been with us. Every battle you've already won, you've already won. Show me one thing you can do. Show me a mountain he can move. He's the God of the breakthrough. Anything is possible. Yeah. 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 Yeah
God, we just thank you for an awesome night to be able to be here together, to gather, to worship and to praise you. But most importantly, to pray to you, to talk to the creator of the universe. It's an incredible thought. And I just pray, Lord, that you'll continue to give us a heart and a passion and a hunger to seek you out in our lives. I know you're faithful. I know you're a God that answers prayer. And your word says, you do not have because you have not asked. And I pray, great God, Uh, that you'd find in us a people that are willing to ask 
to not leave you as a last resort, but a first priority in our lives, great God, we pray. So we thank You, Lord. Uh, we worship and honour You and we just pray these things in Jesus' Name. Amen. Amen. Really good to have you here tonight. There was just one other thought I, I forgot to mention earlier, but next Sunday night, uh, we've got like our Faith Story Sunday and Claude that's gonna be sharing at Send Conference is gonna be sharing on our Sunday night, next Sunday night. Just an incredible story of what God's done in and through her life. So it's a great opportunity just to invite whoever, friends, colleagues, whoever to come along next Sunday night. It'd be great to uh, have you there. God bless you. Have an awesome week and uh, see you at the prayer meetings. That'd be awesome. All week long, there's prayer meetings. See you there. God bless.